Hey, besties. My name's Lisa. And my name's Tamara, and we're BFFs. Tamara and I met when we were about 12 years old, growing up in good old Fairbanks, Alaska. And we've been best friends forever since. That's right. And that's why we've decided to have some fun, friendly conversations with the bestest of best friends. We'll talk about how we became best friends, our experiences together, and have other best friends on the show to share how they met. Who knows? You never know when you'll meet your next BFF. Now let's get into it. How I met my BFF. Welcome to another episode of How I Met My BFF. More behind the scenes footage and info from Tamara and I. Hi, Tamara. Hello. How are you? I'm good. So I thought what we'd talk about today, because you're always, it's funny, as much as we have in common, we also have different interests. And every time I talk to you, I learn something new about the world or music or art or life in general. And so I thought what we'd do is share a little bit about the things that we're consuming, like maybe what we're watching on TV what we're listening to for other podcast shows or other style type shows um, or what music we're listening to, like what's our favorite stuff. So let's get into it. Now I listen to a couple other podcasts pretty religiously and you listen to other shows, but I don't know if you consider them podcasts. Um, is that right? Yeah. I think they fall more of like vloggers is what I think Mm -hmm. mostly is how they as I watch them oh as I listen to them so is that vlogging yeah I think so yeah (laughs) okay so yeah you watch it like once a week or more than that mostly like why because I don't have a cable or regular tv Mm -hmm. I and um on I just have like youtube so I I guess it's I just watch it on youtube channel like so on um, your like at night, like on the TV, or do you watch that on your phone? No, on the TV. Mm-hmm. So, um, and the, like, I have kind of three that I kind of go, it kind of goes in a circle that I watch. And, um, but I guess you could listen to them just as easy, but they are very, um, people tend to try to make them a nice filming editorial situation. So, I guess it'd be more fun to watch than just listen to. Okay. Well, so I'm on the edge of my seat. What are these three that are cycling, (laughs) like keeping me? uh, Well, so the first one to everyone that I highly recommend is um, this vlogger. She's out of Positano, Italy. Her name is Nikki Positano. I hope to meet her the next time I'm in Italy. I've been following her now that's Go her ahead. real name is Nikki Positano and it's no, about I, she I'm sorry I'm sure she has a I, I well I know she has a different last name but that's what it's it's called okay, Nikki that's Positano. The name of the show. Got it. I think it used to be Nikki Positano Diaries and now it's just type in Nikki Positano and you'll find her um so and it's just about her life living in Positano she's originally from London her husband's Italian she's been there for um since I think she was like 19 she's older now and um and she just she's a makeup artist and and it's just about her life living in Positano and it's really you know fun to watch and weekly she has new episodes and I've been following her gosh I want to say for almost over three years now so um 
And I think she's been doing it, you know, the video for a lot longer. So yes, that was my number, probably my number one watched because it's all about, you know, she travels all over Italy and other places in Europe. So it's not just about Positano and the Amalfi Coast. It has many other parts. Or, and she grows lots of food and, you know, they have kind of like a little farm and it's just fun to watch and, you know, dream about living there. So <laughs> I know you love that area. I do. Yeah. And yeah, so that's kind of my number one go-to. Okay. Well, I'll share one and then you can yeah, share tell me what be on the I, seat for your other two. So yes. I started listening to podcasts, uh, a podcast religiously a few years ago, and I think it was 2019, like it was in January, 2019, I believe. I could be wrong about the date, but it is Dax Shepard and Monica Padman's yes. podcast called Armchair Expert. <laughs> and I have been a Dax Shepard fan since he was on Punked. He was the one on the mm-hmm. first season of Punked. He was the guy who would like be the valet or be, you know, do this improv and, you know, trick people. And then I've just always gravitated towards his personality and his talent. And so just something about him having a podcast made me want to listen. And I started listening and I've listened to every single episode for (laughs) every week for however long it's been on. And I also, and then, so he does two episodes a week and now it's starting to do, they're doing a special episode. So it's quite a bit, but I don't watch it visually. I don't think it's a visual show. It's just audio. And I listen on time and a half. So it drives Mark crazy to listen to it at that high speed. But I just, I like to, if I listened at regular time, I probably wouldn't be able to get through my podcast. That's why I was asking you how you, how you watch them. So I'll listen to them like while I'm in the, you know, getting ready in the morning or if I'm driving somewhere or maybe getting ready, my food ready, I'll, I'll put it on if no one else is in the house. And then why I like it, he interviews two different types of guests. One, obviously celebrities. He's married to Kristen Bell. So he'll, you know, he'll has a lot of connections and is really, really kind and has a good reputation. So people get on his show and it's not, it's not, it's like deeper. Like he'll, he talks that he's really, really vulnerable and so he shares a lot. So then he, the guests feel comfortable sharing. So it's not just your typical like Tonight Show promo story. It's it's deeper than that. So I learned kind yeah. of a little bit about who the person is and their history. And then the other type of guests is he has actual experts on, like anthropologists, psychologists, I don't know, politicians, people in finance, scientists, all different kinds of people. So I learn about all these really cool different things, but he asks like really good questions. And so then I'm, I just feel like I'm always learning something new and getting entertained at the same time. Nice. Yeah. I, I've listened to a couple with you um, with him. And then I've listened when he's been on the one with Jason Bateman and Will Mm -hmm. Arnett and Sean Hayes. Yes. That was pretty funny. So, Well, so here's funny. So uh, I did forget to mention, I've actually even seen they do live episodes and they had one on my birthday one year, must've been 2019 because you and I were together for my birthday in 2020. Yeah. So it was literally on my birthday. That was nice of Dax. Thank you for doing that on my birthday. And then, um, and then the next year, Stevie Nicks decided to perform on my birthday as well when I was with you. So that kind of works. Thank you, Stevie. 
and thank you, Dax. <laughs> and so um, Will Arnett, Jason Bateman, and Sean Hayes have all been guests on Dax's show. And then he was, I think, our first guest on his show, which leads me, spilled the beans here. That is my second podcast that I listen to on a regular basis. I love those guys. And that's very good. It's pretty, it's fun. So, so funny. I love how they tease each other, obviously with love and they are so quick witted. I'm always cracking up. And then they also are so humble given their three combined time. I mean, each one of them alone is a huge success. And then They'll have a guest on. They'll just totally like fan out on that guest. And it, it's, and they ask, you know, again, they make them feel really at ease. So it's always a fun conversation. And I, I like kind of that behind the scenes type of conversation. Yeah. No, I like, I guess when I watch or listen to stuff, I want to learn about something and not to say you don't learn anything from them it is really fun and it, you never know what you're going to learn but I like also I guess I stay more in tuned mm-hmm. if there's a purpose and there's something that I can take away that will help me in my day-to-day life mm-hmm. and um, so sometimes it's hard for me and I'll, I'll get better but it's just I kind of like uh, do, do, not doze but just like kind of space out and start thinking about other things when I listen to just people like if they're just talking about like oh this is what's happened in popular culture or whatever it's hard but I try, I'm getting better I'm just trying to stay more focused <laughs> I think I'm the opposite where like if it's too schoolish sounding mm-hmm. like too too learning then I'm like oh snoozeville and so maybe I like the stories and yeah. I feel like I'm kind of sitting on the couch with them having a conversation I like that yeah. conversation also, I think for my, and I don't know if you experience this, but for the work that I do, I, I'm constantly in learning mode, Yeah. Um, whether I'm coaching people or they're coach, you know, I get coached as well. I have a coach, so I'm in that group. I'm in another personal development group. So I feel like I constantly feeding myself like education. <laughs> so for me, yeah. it's like watching a TV show. I don't have to pay attention too much. I, guess. I get that. It's fair. Well, and for my work, I, I mean, I do a lot of brain stuff, but a lot of 80% of what I do, I deal with people and their stories and how to f- fix them and how to make it better. So sometimes I don't, I just want to hear about overall global thoughts on how we can make our lives better than other stories about stuff. So anyways, but which leads me to my, my second one, mm-hmm. which is fairly new. And I, I have told you, and he's kind of a mutual friend of ours, but is Jonathan Deo. Yeah, um, to one of the episodes. Yeah. And he, I have been his, I think he probably, just maybe he's on his sixth or seventh episode. I don't know if he releases them weekly, um, but he is one of my favorite ones right now. And mostly talking about money and and spirituality um, or, you know, like being thoughtful about your money and your situation. And I, you know, that's always, I think lately I just been on a real, at this point in my life, a real money um education because I've realized in the past three years that 
with my parents being hippies, like they didn't teach me about money because they didn't really believe in money. Mm -hmm. And then I have with my dad who was successful and had, you know, made a good living. He didn't teach me about money because it was like a secret. Mm -hmm. And so I've been trying to, you know, just kind of look at money in a different way than how I guess I've been looking at it for the past, you know, 49 years. So, so I've been enjoying his, um, his podcast. Well, one of the things I learned on Dax Shower's podcast on, I should say Dax and Monica's armchair expert, one of the guests was talking about, uh, retirement funds and things like that. And, Mm -hmm. and if I remember this correctly, I think it was from that where, the 401k plan wasn't even invented until I think like the late seventies or it was, so it wasn't really a lot of times like our parents, that generation had pensions and you'd work for the same company for a long time. And then you'd retire from the company and they would take care of you, which that is so it still exists today, but definitely not for a lot of people. That is not the plan. And so the 401k program was pretty newish at that time. And so when we were going through the workforce, it was more common, but at least I didn't have any models to follow of like, oh, like, wait, what's a 401k? Like, why am I doing this? What, what would it? And I'm not saying that the 401k plan is the, the, yeah, I was going to say a lot of people are just saying like, I was always kind of like, why didn't they teach me about this? A bit? I, then I, when I realized how new the program was, I was like, oh, well, it makes sense why I never was around that because yeah. my dad was self-employed and yeah, there wasn't a talk of that. My mom had pension, I think, but had also changed. Yeah. So, well, the, so Jonathan's just for everyone out there dying to listen to it. It's Mindful Money by Jonathan Deo and it's really good. But yes, um, yeah, the 401k is interesting. Lots of people are now kind of moving against them. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is, you know, like, I don't know, whatever. We'll find out what yeah, happens. I'm not pro, pro it or, <laughs> or against it. I'm just saying that it's like, I, I remember, why didn't I not know about investing? Whereas like my daughter, she's got, she's got, um, she's totally investing. She's taking advantage of the match plan at her job, but also we have like a life insurance investment plan that's like post-tax, you know, after tax and that she can use if she needs it before she dies, all the things like that, that wasn't really an option. Yeah. So I didn't know about that growing up. (laughs) Yeah. And you're, don't your kids like trade? Well, I don't know if they do it for real, but (laughs) they, you know, they have an awareness of the stock market and. Yeah. I've been trying to, you know, just from osmosis and, you know, like if they will talk about it, but I'm definitely just trying to educate them on stocks and crypto. And I have had them make a couple NFTs just to, because I think that's going to be a huge thing for them in their future. Not maybe necessarily NFTs or crypto, but with the web three that's happening with um, how that all is changing on our internet and I don't, I don't know what's than, the web three. I mean, I've heard of meta. Yeah, that, but it's that... just kind of like, it, it's hard to, yeah, I'm not the right person to oh, sorry. explain well, it I'll right Google now. It. I'm Google trying it. to wrap my mind around <laughs> it, but I get, they're saying it's like, you know, if you knew when the internet happened, 
Like if you knew how what it would be mean now, like you'd have so much more capability to you know make money from it or whatever you know. Like there's just going to be a whole new world on that, and you know, kind of like I remember when living in Seattle. So this would have been like 96, 97, and I was working for Robert Half International. It was a corporate office in Seattle. And I remember for like two months, they were like, we're going to have this huge meeting. We have this huge announcement. And we thought it was like going to be like, we're getting a new CEO or our offices. We're going to, we didn't like, we're like, okay. So we, it was like a corporate and there are, you know, like many offices all over the country and lots of people flew in for the meeting and then, you know, people in Seattle. And so we, there, we have this meeting and the big announcement was that all of us were going to get our own email accounts, our address, email addresses. And I remember they sitting in the meeting. That out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Pardon? I said What'd they could have just emailed that out, but I was, I'm just joking. Well, I remember us all sitting around and we were just like, why would we need an email address? Like who... Because at that time, the only time you really used email was to like send a message to like your, like, you know, to write you a, like a letter, you know, it wasn't used for work. But now, could you even wrap your mind around being in our workforce without an email address? I don't know. I totally get that. Yeah. I yeah. remember even not that long ago, because Mark and I've been together since 2010, and I had a Blackberry and people were starting to talk about apps. I remember this yeah. <laughs> one guy on the plane had a smartphone and he could track like the, where the plane was going. I was like, Oh my God, that's so cool. And I thought, I don't, I, I literally remember saying, well, I don't need any apps. I've lived this long without an app. I don't, I don't <laughs> is, and I don't know how to get one and I'm good, you know? Mm-hmm. And now we're so reliant and so incredibly reliant on all those very important apps and it is amazing when I think of like the metaverse and all that, and if all the things mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, I am, I definitely feel behind the, you know, left me. Yeah. I don't, I don't have an interest in it, but I do understand that it's probably going to, I will need to have an interest in it soon <laughs> and I yeah. will be open to it. Um, what's your third show that you watch? Um, well, so I guess the other podcast and I've sent, I've sent it to you that I've listened to that I probably listened to the most is Ben Greenfield. Mm -hmm. And he is like this amazing athlete guy, but he, you know, he has, he wants to know about everything from, you know, health, finances, religion, um, metaphysical, like he, you know, it varies vastly on, you know, what his topics are so that's been amazing and um so it's always fun to listen to him and and see what guests he has on and he's introduced me to so many other people who have their own things going Mm -hmm. so that's something that I really enjoy as well his style kind of reminds me of Tim Ferriss um who's probably one of the original podcasters Mm -hmm. have you ever listened to any of Tim Ferriss's stuff yeah yeah Uh, to me it's it's kind of that similar like hacking like biohacking or mm-hmm. um business hacking you know just sort of yeah. like deep dive yeah. into the stuff that's maybe not getting the mainstream like, yeah that's popular 
I just like he wants everyone to be successful. So mm-hmm. like whatever knowledge he can get that's helped him, mm-hmm. he shares. And I appreciate that. Well, I think that's how Tim Ferriss, that's why to me, he reminds me of that. I remember when I read mm-hmm. the four hour work week yeah. back in, when it came out, I even had a hardcover of it. I literally, I really appreciate it. I was like, wow, he's literally saying like, go to whatever, google.com slash AdWords mm-hmm. or whatever. And this is how you sign up an account. And this is what you do. And he talked about virtual assistants and all these things that like I didn't, I had never heard of. And I literally did what he said. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. And he he literally laid it all out. I could not believe how much value was in that book. And, you know, he same thing, like yeah. he's like just a fountain of information and shares it so um, yeah. generously. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I like, agree with Ben Greenfield in that regard. Yeah. What, what's your third? Um, I I listen to our podcast, How I Met My BFF. And <laughs> That's I'm glad someone's listening to I, it out we there. Have one listener. She's also <laughs> a co-host. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know everyone keeps asking me, like, what are your numbers? And I'm like, I don't millions, know. Millions, millions <laughs> of numbers. I'm like, I'm sure. They're like, you when you listen, it, you'll find out. Yeah. We announce it at the end of it. The very last thing we yep. say it every every episode. So I, I have a lot of friends who are on podcast or who have podcasts. So occasionally they'll be in my library and I'll pop an episode in. Um, one of my, uh, my coach, actually Lisa Cherney just taped her, recorded her hundredth episode that I was listening to this morning and it was super powerful. She, I don't think I told you about this, but her mom had passed away and Mm -hmm. it was uh, recently. And I went to the celebration of life. And her mom was just really, really inspiring to a lot of people. One of those, like definitely a role model for legacy, like a role model for having your, living your best life, for being an amazing human being, for loving, 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 you know, everyone that she came into contact with. And she had um, been aware that she was, uh, she decided that she was going to pass away because of the situation that that presented itself. And so it was about a two-week period of her um, actively, intentionally uh, leaving the physical body. And so they had time to say goodbye and time to, you know, all those things. But she also gave a lot of wisdom from, I would say, you know, from her deathbed, literally like passed on a lot of wisdom. And um, so the podcast was had touched on that. So it's top of mind for me because she had just mentioned it. And I, when I went to the service, um, it was at her home and they had decided to, uh, she had, you know, they, you know, it was all above board in terms of discussing it, but she had some jewelry set aside that people could select a piece and leave with and also her books. And so everyone who wanted to could leave with a piece of jewelry and with a book. And so like one of her books, like it was Byron Katie and I, I grabbed that one and she had a worksheet in there that she had filled out and it was like, Oh, just like so beautiful. And um, so I have like a reminder, even though I didn't right. know her, like I have this reminder of her, I have her beautiful bracelet and um, anyway, just really powerful yeah. Also, like when they started doing some, every, you know, family members came up and did some talks, you know, just some said some words. A hummingbird came around and like went through 
all the people and then a butterfly came and like did like this u-turn like all around all the tables it was really one of those mm-hmm. like woo, goosebump yeah you know, goosebump moments so it's really powerful well, so what's, the name, what's the name of that podcast it's called um get effing real and so is that did they were they on or uh, have they been on no, she hasn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess no. I'm confusing it with the sham. Oh, yeah, we had we had someone who does um, a similar type of style, but yeah, no. Okay. I think it's nice. F like apostrophe N. I'm, I'm not sure yeah. how to spell it, but you can, <laughs> you can figure it <laughs> you out. Can figure it out. <laughs> so, uh, and she's really, really powerful. So I was just listening to her and I'm on a lot of podcasts. So sometimes I'll listen to an episode before I'm on. I mean, I... Ideally, we do that every single time, but I don't always. Yeah, have I think to do that. A lot of people are, you know, getting saturated with podcasts and whatnot, but it's still fun. I mean, you you know, can there's something for everyone. Own. Yeah, there's. It's not like you have to listen to everything, and so it's good. But yeah, no, those are kind of probably my top three, and um, yeah, so. Very cool. Thanks for sharing. Maybe next time we'll talk about our our favorite TV shows or music. We'll leave those for another day. Oh, that's not tantalizing. (laughs) Of course it is. Uh, We'll keep you on your toes, BFF, while (laughs) waiting for our next episode to come out. Yeah, I'm getting ready to go to a concert. So I'm I'll have to tell you all about it later. Yep, Trombone Shorty. Very cool. Very exciting. I know. And my concert season is starting. Well, I mean, I've already gone to a couple, but I am really, July is, we're hitting it hard in July. So I'm very excited. And um, I will keep you posted on my concerts too. Okay. You never know. If you go to a concert, you might meet another BFF. Well, you, you know, you have me, but you might make other friends and other people, Mm -hmm. our listeners who are at concerts might make other friends. You never know. Yeah. All right. right. Have fun. Thanks. Have fun too. Happy weekend. Hey, Bestie. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button to get notified of new episodes and check out cool Bestie gift ideas at howimetmybff.com. That's right. And also leave us a review. Those reviews help us out a lot and are one of the best ways to support us. Yes. And if you have a fun story about how you met your BFF, send us an email at info at howimetmybff.com. We would love to hear about it. Definitely. And hey, maybe we'll have you on our next episode. That would be awesome. Until next time. Love ya, BFFs.